Have you heard of our new mixers product called Her Immunity? We created Her Immunity because you can't afford to take sick days. This all-natural, once-daily supplement combines the necessary nutrients to boost your immunity and keep it in strong, fighting shape no matter the environmental threats that come your way. The best defense against illness is prevention, so here's to powerful prevention, Her Immunity. Look at all of our products on Mixers.com. Remember, that's M-I-X-H-E-R-S. Hi, I'm Jess, a women's health enthusiast raising my family around the world. And like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month because our periods can tell us so much about our health. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep. We are here to change the conversation about periods and everything else related to our health and happiness. Let's talk. Welcome back, everyone. We're so happy to introduce you to a real-life customer, Miriam Cloward. We've invited her here today because we want to talk about, you know, we're talking about sex this month. And one of the things that is common, like that we hear a lot about and Mm -hmm. think about is our kind of our history, our sex history and how it affects our current views and feelings around sex. Mm -hmm. So Miriam was a good sport and was willing to kind of dive (laughs) deep. Don't worry, we're going to keep this PG, but (laughs) we wanted to kind of dive into how it was like, what it was like to grow up in a home where sex was not talked about, how that kind of and I don't think that that's uncommon, I right? I don't either. Like, yeah. Something that Especially we've been discussing art. is that— um, This is super common. It's very common to have an upbringing where sex was not a topic right. that was, you were able to discuss. Right. And I think that we're trying mm-hmm. to make a change in our age and in our homes and— or whatever. Right, yes. Every chi- every home needs to decide for themselves what this conversation is going to be like. But what we want is to show you maybe the um, path that it could take. So the way she's raised has really determined how she is raising her own I love children. That she's laughing. <laughs> and it's true. So we're just gonna. It's just Let's gonna be go. a fun conversation. Yeah. So first of all, Miriam, introduce yourself. Miriam Cloward lived in Provo. Raised in Washington State. Utah. Mm-hmm. Provo, Utah. Provo, Utah. Mm-hmm. Lived, raised in Washington State. And I am one of 10 kids. So it's amazing that sex wasn't talked about in our house. Because sex was happening <laughs> in, in the house. Happening. Yeah. But, which, ew, a little bit. But. <laughs> right? We don't want to think about um, that. But yeah, it was just not really talked about. It was, you got the talk. And then S was considered the three little letter swear word mm-hmm. in our house. So is that what you called it? Was S the S word? The S was word. Mm-hmm. It was called in okay. our household. It but you did have S-word. a talk. So there we was did like have an official... a talk about like how, but not necessarily even like okay, your bodies are amazing things. It was just this is what is done, mm-hmm. and then it was. This is why you don't do so it. So kind of like, this is how a baby's made, and then yes. the rest. And then that was But it. then it was, don't do and, it. Yeah. And okay. then it was just, but don't do it. And and we didn't talk about periods. We didn't talk about, like, there was just not, and there are seven girls in my family. Mm. So 
we didn't talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I kind of have now taken that and gone to the other extreme. <laughs> right. <laughs> where my daughter, as a matter of fact, when I was telling her I was coming to do this podcast, I said, okay, I'm going to run do a podcast about how to talk to your teens about sex. And yes. she goes, um, no, thank you. <laughs> Like, no, because, I don't want my mom talking yes, about that. Or she's, she's like, like because, don't bring me like, into I'm this. I'm all talked out. I'm yeah, all I'm talked not, out. I love that. Like, I know too much, mom. So, yes. And how old is your daughter? So, she's 14. Yeah. And so, she, that really fun, awkward stage yes. where you just. I want to know. Okay. So, go back to when you were in a household with 10 kids. Uh-huh. I want to know. What were your feelings around sex? Were sure. you like, oh, this is so, like. Um, it's, you're right. Like, I shouldn't bring up. This is so uncomfortable. Yeah. You're like, why will no one talk to me about this? Like, it's um, not a big deal. Yeah, were you curious or yes. were you scared? Yes. Both. Um, one, I was scared to ask anybody in my family about it. Okay. Because it wasn't talked about. Sure. But then I got my information from friends, mm-hmm. which right. then again, which makes it happen. kind of like curious mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you want to know, but then you're like, okay, but I can't ask the people who I trust most to give me the correct answers. Right. And that's where I wanted to make the change for Lexi was that she would feel comfortable enough to come ask me anything. Mm-hmm. And we have had the conversation where it's, hey, even if you hear stuff from your friends, if you want to verify it, come mm-hmm. ask me because I'll always tell you the truth. Right, I'm always exactly. open about it. There's nothing that I won't share with you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's uncomfortable for you, I can verify. I can, I've been there. I've done that. So come right. ask me. And so. And does she? She does. Uh-huh. She does. And about like, what age did you start talking to her about sex? She was probably like nine. Okay. Um, because she started her period really early. Okay. All so right. we had to have this conversation. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when we did have this conversation, of course, I, you know, my husband has three boys from a previous marriage and he always had that talk with them. It was okay. not my place. So he to, took so. care of it with the boys. <laughs> yes. And then you're all about helping Lexi to know yes. all, all the things you weren't told yes. when you were growing up. Yes. Okay. And just letting her know it was a safe place to talk. And we went and did the, got the book and we read the book and, I said, you know, do you have any questions and, or is there anything that you're curious about? Or is there anything you think we didn't cover? Or have you heard anything from your Mm -hmm. friends? And she looked at me and she goes, yeah, I have one question. And I said, what? She threw the book across the room and goes, can we burn that thing? (laughs) (laughs) Poor thing. Okay, we have a little bit more work to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, I just said, listen, that just opened this segue for Kate. I know that this is uncomfortable, yes. mm-hmm. but it happens. It's how <laughs> mm-hmm. you got here and everyone else got here. Yeah. So we're going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. It totally reminds so. <laughs> me of the story. Um, let's see if I can remember how to tell this correctly, but it's totally applicable because I feel like sometimes, you know, we're, we're deci- we've decided we're going to be the parent that is going to share everything with our kids and be an open book. And sometimes we can just like, it's like this waterfall of just yeah. information mm-hmm. coming out mm-hmm. and they're not right ready. So there's a story of this little girl that asked her dad where she came from. And so he's like, okay. And so he goes through the whole, and she's like, okay, I, my friend at school is from Kansas. Where, where did I come from? <laughs> <laughs> so it's important so, to kind yeah. of maybe gauge with their age. Talking what about, is that question yeah. really meaning yes, for them? Like, do they, maybe at that young age, I mean, if she had started her period, I think that was a perfect time Mm -hmm. to start talking about intercourse and about where babies come from and all of that. 
But I think even just like beginning to talk about our bodies and about our, you know, just how we, and our feelings and all of those, that's kind of a good place to start, right? Mm -hmm. And then as they start getting into junior high and high school, there's going to be other conversations. I think that's another thing that we kind of forget is that it's not just one talk, Mm -hmm. right? So I love that you have that relationship with your daughter as much as she's just like, la la la, I don't want to hear it. Now she's, because she's going to be faced with it soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now she's going to feel like my mom's going to be cool to talk to about this, yeah. right? I want to know, know what in your upbringing or maybe it was when you left your home mm-hmm. or whatever, when did you make the conscious decision? Like, I don't know much about your yeah. upbringing at all, yeah. but like I'm not saying you weren't happy at home, but I'm yeah. saying when did you make that conscious decision to be like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is something I want to change in my own home. Yeah. And what what was that like kind of making that decision mm-hmm. for you? I think kind of because it was such a um hierarchy in my family um that once I became uh, independent out from under my dad's thumb mm-hmm. for me that was my I kind of had that wild like aha, wait, what have I been missing out on moment? Mm -hmm. Just from not Mm -hmm. being allowed to be introduced to a lot of stuff that other people were. in the big wide world. It's just like a platter, you know? So it was kind of an era of what else was I missing, Mm -hmm. you know? And trying to figure all that out. So I wish that they had talked to me about a lot Mm -hmm. of that stuff because then I don't feel like I would have had to necessarily go through some of those things. And figure it out on your own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, and there are a lot of lessons that you have to learn in life that you just have to learn on your own. Even if people do talk to you about them. But... It was really when I left home when I was 18 and mm-hmm. just realized, okay, I get to make decisions for myself now. Mm. I get to, you know, experience things and learn lessons. And even though I didn't have that kind of upbringing where they talked to me, so I had that little bit of knowledge, I did figure things out on my own, mm-hmm. but that's what made me more, want more so to have an open conversation with my daughter so that it mm-hmm. was the, and I may have gone to the other extreme. Which, hey, but I'd rather okay. be here rather than too where much I was. than too little, yes. probably, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and hopefully, you know, if she is getting information from friends at school, which she is, yes. I'm guaranteeing it. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure. And if you're, some if of the you're comments, a parent that thinks your kids don't know about sex, let me just tell you, they're hearing about it. Yeah. Even at the age my kids found out and talked to me about it, approached me at ages four and six. Yeah. So, oh yeah, way it's sooner than I thought was. It. Yeah, we were going yeah. to have the time. Yeah. So. And I would rather arm her with the correct information mm-hmm. right, than right. have her scared because she's hearing this. One well, or... curiosity in the yeah. wrong direction where it's like, mm-hmm. I know nothing. Mm-hmm. Or the curiosity of like, I know way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is yeah. that even true? And then you're like, that isn't true. Yeah. All of that is, a mm-hmm. you know, yes. something like yeah. that. Well, and just giving them correct information. Yep. And then she can make her decisions from there. Mm-hmm. You know, like what she wants to experience sexually, whatever. But at least I know she has correct information. Yes. And people that are spreading this stuff from one person to another at teenage, like, mm-hmm. it's all it's all a little twisted. Well, they, <laughs> they, they want to be experts about sex, but many of them are never had any experience to even, yeah. like, you know, yes. Yeah speak from. So, but it's like, they're maybe not exploring phase two, some teenagers. And so it's just, I think it's so great to have like a trusted adult that actually understands has been through Mm -hmm. it and can, can relate, you know, in so many different levels. 
So you did mention that you read the book. What was the book that you shared? Because mm-hmm. I know our listeners will love to have any resources that, do you remember? <laughs> I, I put don't you on the spot. Wait, what it was. The podcast. She'll think no. about okay, it. Okay, yes. I'll yeah, find it because there's books. only one book like this. And I, it's like a grandpa with a cul-de-sac. Uh, and I'm like, they might <laughs> want to revamp this. Like a full on had a cul-de-sac hair. And I was like, I can see how this would be scarred. Yeah. I probably uh, should have yeah, done a little more research. But that's, we've made up for that. Yes. Oh, I have a question. So you say that now she's 14 and you are an open book you let her come to you can you walk me through because I have little kids yes um not that I so this is great for me to yeah, laugh because you're because I'm like okay in. here I here I go <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. we've got um, the mature kids the teenage yeah. kids and the kids just entering yeah. this phase is here <laughs> I want to know yes. your reaction or how you respond when you have opened this up as a conversation mm-hmm. to her which is awesome but what is your like response to her when she does come to you with a question that you are kind of like, hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't That's plan for question. that one. But like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking about yeah. myself in this mm-hmm. situation where it's like, oh, I didn't think that we were ever going to have to go there, but we did. So, yes. Yeah. And you know, I, I do exactly what you just did. Okay. And then I'm like, Yeah, (laughs) and if I don't know I'm like let's figure this out yeah and let's figure it out together because then I mean there is a deep rabbit hole that you can go down there but I know she's searching safe things yeah and getting appropriate answers because it is like going in yeah yeah, it's like going and asking your friends too like so I want to make sure we're getting the right answer so that one she has that information Mm -hmm. but two so that she knows she can come to me for Mm -hmm. the right answer and even if I don't know it we'll figure it out And Mm -hmm. so when she talks to me, sometimes I'm shocked, but I just, that's when your parent poker face comes on. Yeah. Practice that. (laughs) Practice that poker face. The parent poker face. And we'll figure it out together or I'll talk to her about it. And more than talking to her, I like to find out why she's asking that. Mm, Like, is there, did someone say something about this or where did you you get your, where you asked if you would do this or whatever. Oh, that's important. Oh, I can imagine because yeah, you do kind of want to know the sources here. Yeah. Yeah. So, and not only that, but like, you know, every time that we do talk about something, Mm. it usually ends with a it's your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nobody else's property. Mm-hmm. So you are the only one that can make decisions for your body. And mm-hmm. we kind of go that route too and always close up with that. I love so. that. That's so body positive and, yeah. and so empowering, I think, for girls to have that message. Mm-hmm. We know that that's an important thing that not all girls are taught. And so I love that you're doing that. And I think Lexi's right. lucky to have an amazing mom <laughs> yeah. like you. Lexi, um, I hope you're watching. <laughs> yeah, Lexi, you do want to tune into this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have one final question. Okay. Do you, and obviously, as Cody mentioned in the beginning, like it is a personal choice for every household. This is not the mixer's decision no, on how you want to give you this different is just points conversation. of conversation. Mm-hmm. And, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's a question. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. So, sorry. I was wondering, do you feel like sometimes, not for all teens and not in every home, but mm-hmm. sometimes I think that there's a, a a rush that teenagers get by doing something that's naughty uh-huh. that their yeah. parents wouldn't let them do? Sure. What are your feelings about making sex not seem so naughty? Mm. And like, I'm not even talking, I'm not trying to go into Lexi. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, yes. among teens, yes. are you finding... If you're talking with your girlfriends about mm-hmm. their teenage kids... Yeah. The, what yeah. what is think? the difference between the moms that, mm-hmm. you know, are choosing, it's a choice, not to open up about sex with their yeah. teens 
And then moms like you that are like, I'm going to take the curiosity out of it. Yeah. I think that they're going to be presented with these curious situations. Mm -hmm. And if you've given them the knowledge that it's their choice and that, um, I don't know, just that they that they have that to look back on, to reflect on before they make a decision, mm-hmm. I think is better than going out and just letting them experience it all on their own. Because that. it can just, mm-hmm. it can leave the places they're not, mm-hmm. they're not comfortable in. Yeah. So. Well, I love that you're making this conversation very comfortable for your your daughter and your son. <laughs> and for us. And for all of us and for sharing personal experiences and everything. This is what we want at Mixers. We love our community mm-hmm. and we want, just like we've made talking about periods comfortable, we want to make talking about sex because it does have to do with our female physiology. And so it's just something we should talk about. So thank you so much for tuning in. We're looking forward to our next conversation. Bye. Is intimacy often the last thing on your mind? Does even thinking about being intimate make you feel tired? Have you and your partner ever felt frustrated over a lack of sexual sparks? You may think that because you're a woman, your sex drive is just lower. But that's just a common misconception. Women just need a little more stress and hormonal support for their sexual desire to come alive and thrive. Her love does just that. It works naturally to help you recapture and sustain your sex drive by promoting blood flow through your extremities and vaginal area. This heightens sensitivity and helps your body release its sex-driven hormones, increasing your sex drive naturally. Her Love also helps manage stress, promotes a thriving libido, increases sexual stamina, and brings back the joy of intimacy. Look at all of our products on Mixers.com. Remember, that's M-I-X-H-E-R-S.